0: it's quiet today and cold very very cold one good thing about it being cold though is that there is at least sunshine it's a beautiful day it seems that no matter how cold it gets if it's beautiful and if there is a lot of sunshine One can survive and in most instances human beings are even able to adjust to the cause no matter what it is. Living here on earth is not easy all the time but We are adapted to do it. On the individual level, we find solutions and on the corporate level, if the situation that we find ourselves on is healthy, we also find solutions. We find ways to make the world work. We find ways to make life on this planet be a little better if people aren't purposely, trying to hinder us from doing that sometimes this whole planet is just like one large body and to bring about the harmony necessary we we have to treat it like a body sometimes it's as though we are like the many blood cells moving around on this planet atmosphere is sort of like the skin and we live in and move in and breathe in this atmosphere living on the planet with all of the different animals and plants and things like that representing different parts of cells if we are able to keep these parts of the cells healthy the whole planet grows and prospers if we're not Things begin to decay. In the body this decaying is known as cancer. Have you ever seen a picture of a cancer cell from the electron microscope? It's very funny if you take a picture of a tumor and you overlay it to a picture of A large city. They almost look the same because what the tumor does, you see, is it starts out just as one, two, three renegade cells. The cells are designed with a self-destruct mechanism within them so that if they are twisted or warped or strange or some mutated form that will destroy the body, they will destroy themselves early on. But some of these cells learn how to override the need to destroy themselves to save others. They are like the people in our society who learn to override empathy, override their feelings. To override the love that they feel for others. So that they become self-sustained. Not caring about other people at all. And so these cells learn how to not only avoid destroying themselves. But they also learn how to disguise themselves. So that the healthy cells can't recognize them as some type of foreign body that's going to destroy everything. And so, after a while, they begin to multiply more and more and more until all of these unhealthy cells begin to group into one area of the body. They create what is known as the tumor. And then, since they cannot produce anything, they can't produce life, they can't produce the things that is necessary for the body to survive they begin to send out little feelers and little pathways into the healthy tissues and to draw the energy, to draw the food and nutrition out of the healthy areas so that it comes back to them as they begin to grow and grow and grow. And if this continues, what happens is all of the healthy areas die because of the parasitic tumor. And the body ends up dying. When we look at cities It looks the same way, because a city is a group of people all joined together. And a lot of times, many of the people who have the power positions in that city have no feelings for anyone else. (coughs) Excuse me. They have no emotions. They've learned to deaden themselves so that they don't feel empathy for anyone and then they move into these cities and they implant themselves into these cities and the city built up around them. It doesn't produce anything. There is no land. They can't grow food. They can't grow crops. They don't have resources because everything is taken. Everything's covered over. See man. And so they reach out into the suburbs and beyond and start sucking the food, the nourishment, all of those things out of those areas until they continue to grow and grow and what happens eventually is that those healthy areas begin to die. Nowadays we are at a state where we are trying to do outreach all around the world in order to find other healthy areas to exploit because the system that we find ourselves in, the cancerous system based on eating the body or destroying it to make fancy things, is about to kill all of the healthy tissue. How can one stop this? by becoming antibodies and by being able to recognize the unhealthy cells the cancer cells more quickly and the destruction of the mutated selfish horrible cell that would cause the destruction of everything can take place not physically. We have the power to destroy the mindset that warps those cells and that warps the human being through meditation, through contemplation, by correcting the thoughts and ideas that have been planted in us so that we will then be healthy. We don't need to destroy our bodies or destroy ourselves or destroy our communities. What we need to destroy are the ideas that plant the poison in the mind. We need to destroy the virus that gets passed from one person to the next, from one generation to the next that says that I am the most important thing in the world. My survival is the most important thing in the world. And I am willing to do anything to get as much as I can. Many of these spiritual teachers talk about the idea that we can transcend our limited awareness and we can understand that we are part of this creative energy, we are part of God, we are part of that which creates and moves this world and brings forth life and love, well many of the cancer cells have already accepted that idea. But to them, you see, it means that they are able to do anything they want to because they are God and we are just the insects, the animals, the plant life necessary so that they and only they can create the world we The world that they think should exist so we have to be careful when we talk to people about realizing that they are god and that they have the creative energy to do whatever they want to because there are some evil people who already feel that way and they already act that way so just jumping from i am the person who on the skateboard today to being God the next day doesn't really work. There has to be some type of change inside that takes place before any realization happens or we will just be deceiving more people and helping them destroy not only themselves through the pride and arrogance that is so easily Garnered in the society. We will be helping them. Destroy their families. Destroy their friends. Destroy their communities and nations. Just because they feel. That they have the right to do it. And because they feel that in actuality it is good because the ones with most power have the need to survive and be in charge. So, when we begin to look at this world and what is necessary to live on earth in this plane of existence right now, we find that as things are below, so they are above. In other words, the world, the system in which we live, works the exact same way as the body, which is actually a system in which the true self lives. The same things that will put the body in harmony are the things that will put the society in harmony. There is a link between the body and the society. One affects the other. If we work on the society and we create a peaceful society, usually we create a peaceful person. If we work on the person and create a peaceful person, we create a peaceful society. Many times, the issue is that we don't see it that way. And some people want to just go outside of themselves and do things thinking that it'll change the society that they're in. When in actuality, part of the issue Is not only the society, but themselves. The one going out and doing the work often carries the same issues, the same problems, the same negative behaviors as society on a smaller level. And they often think that it's all right for them to use these negative, horrible traits in order to have something greater happen, to make something more beautiful happen. It was simply said by one of the great Christian teachers. The question was posed, shall we do evil that good may come? Of course, the answer there was no. But many people in our society feel that they should be able to do evil that good may come. and So they make up things like the ends justify the means, not realizing. That the means are the end. There's nothing different. And so one cannot go outside of oneself trying to create a better world if one has deep issues that they have not dealt with themselves. One must be either dealing with those issues while they're trying to help create a better world, or they need to deal with those issues first just bypassing, dealing with unzoned stuff and going out in the world using one's anger, one's manipulative abilities, one's fears, all of these attributes that have not been cleansed, that have not been purified in order to try to make something beautiful just won't happen. And so to live on this earth, we have to begin to deal with what's going on. Deal with what's going on on the inside. One of the best ways to do this, of course, is through meditating. One might think that it would be better to go do psychotherapy. Have a therapist work with you. (coughs) Excuse me. Year in and year out. In order to help strengthen one's mind. And to clear one's cognitive processes. But there is only one issue with that. You see. The therapist has been. Trained thoroughly. With the philosophy. And the ideology. That you are trying. To get rid of. So that person. Is basically channeling. The system. To you in order for you to be able to change what is inside the system. In actuality, what is happening is that you are having this relationship with the therapist, and eventually you are being shaped to accept the system instead of overthrow it. And then when you go back to doing your work, you go back as the same person that you were before feeling better about yourself you learn how to attach new labels to behaviors maybe do them to the right people or at the right time you learn to accept the fact that you are angry or sad or whatever it is And you learn that if you're doing something good like changing the system you can use that anger, that manipulation whatever gifts and talents you have in order to do that so you're right back again at the means the ends justify the means So you haven't changed anything. The system keeps going around and around and around in circles because every time one person who had good intentions uses whatever gifts and skills they want to to change the system, when they get at the top of the system, by the time they make it to the top of the system, they've tainted themselves so badly that they are doing the exact same thing that the people before them at the top of the system were doing, except they're doing it with more strength and energy because they feel justified at doing it. Not realizing that the other people felt justified at doing it also so one is recreating oneself in order to take the place of their enemy by becoming the enemy in this way the system never changes the faces change the clothing may change the words may change and the presentation may change but it is the same old monkey in a different set of clothing and nothing really changes just the way it looks so it's important then to begin to work with oneself it's important to change oneself and something strange happens Especially if one is involved in activism, teaching, social justice work, or things like that, as one begins to change oneself and interacts with the world, the world begins to change. Because one is coming from a place of awareness, a place of clarity, a place of power and love instead of a place of anger and hatred, artificial power. And when one comes from that place of clarity. Love. Something happens. One's very being. Begins to spread that clarity and love. And the second benefit. Of coming from that place. Is that one is basked. And bathed in. Clarity and love. So that one. Is enjoying. The beauty of this world. One is enjoying. Life. One is enjoying living. And that is the difference. And so what am I saying? I'm saying that. In the midst of the fire. When horrible things are going on. When people. Feel like. Falling apart. When people feel like curling up and dying. You can be at peace, you can experience joy, you can experience happiness, yet at the same time use your power to connect with others, use your power to fight against evil, use your power to make the world better, because you see, one does not need to feel miserable or threaten themselves to be moved to make the world a better place for the person who is cleansed and self-loving this is not something one forces oneself to do by nature one automatically goes out Create love, joy, peace, and contentment in this world that extends all the way to the world that comes as a result of being watered with love. Now we will have a Brief break for an announcement. You can change your life. You be- can become free of the pain and suffering that takes place in the world. You can go very deep and learn a few simple exercises that can expand the mind, strengthen the body, and uplift the spirit. And you can do this through life coaching. Yes, life coaching. To learn more about our life coaching program, please visit our website at www.nextstepcoaching.mysite.com. That is www.nextstepcoaching.mysite.com where you can learn to throw off the pain and suffering that comes as a result of oppression, depression, and suppression and become a compassionate warrior. Walking in your own power Your own strength And in love Now back To the show So this is the question, do you want to be sad and frustrated and angry and just take that anger and use it in order to beat back all of the other anger, all of the other injustice? Do you want to draw on that anger for strength and power to make the world a better place? Do you want to be a person who is violent? releasing that violence and that pain and suffering into the world in order to take care of that violence or do you want to live not the way that the society tells us we should live the aggressive society that comes up with Darwin's theory and tells us that only the strong survive so we have to be strong We have to keep our nose to the grindstone, so to speak. Always concentrating, always being strong, beating back, competing, overwhelming people. Do you wanna do that? Or do you wanna be the master of your life and the master of the world in which you live? Those are the two choices, and the two are totally possible. To be the first, to be aggressive, the strong one who's beating people back, you have to just cling, you have to hold on, struggle, hold on, fight, hold on to your idea of what is right and wrong no matter what. To be the second type of person, you have to let go, you have to let go of everything. You got to let go of the thoughts, you have to let go of the ideas, you have to let go of all of those little things that you clung to, that define who and what you are, you have to let go of the stories that loved ones told you, you have to let go of the TV, media, superheroes, you have to let go of all of that. Let it go. Go into emptiness. Start again at zero. And then... You can see... What is meaningful. What is just. What is true. And what... Is love. Even the love that we have been given on this earth is very... Conditional. We know that if we correctly behave, we'll receive love. But if we don't, love will be withdrawn from us. When I'm speaking of love, I'm not talking about the conditional love that even many parents only give us. I'm talking about unconditional love that comes in the form of behavior. We must erase this conditional love from our vocabularies and from our minds when we think about working the world and look at real love. Love that is beyond words. Love that consists of doing and then we must apply this real love to ourselves. Letting go of all judgment. Loving ourselves as we are. Loving the greatness, loving the faults, loving the fears, the anger, the hatred, loving the part of ourselves that can make people laugh or the part of ourselves that can create wonder beauty. We have to love it all and we have to love it by treating it and ourselves well. As long as we love ourselves and treat ourselves with beauty and wisdom and kindness, we are creating beauty and wisdom and kindness because we are regrowing our consciousness and our minds in the atmosphere you see that doesn't exist in most places outside of ourselves. There's nowhere in this world or very few places where you can be loved and cared for unconditionally but you can be cared for and loved unconditionally within yourself we are the ones who create the atmosphere that exists within us so we can create a nurturing environment and what is natural will occur that seed of beauty, that seed of wisdom, that seed of grace that already exists within each and every one of us that seed that is human nature buried under all of the dirt and all of the dross and all of the feelings and needs to protect ourselves from hostile people out in the world that seed will begin to grow and all of those negatives will become the fertilizer that the seed will devour and burn away as it grows until we become our natural selves our true selves the selves that experience love and joy that experience compassion in the midst of the fire the one who can step back and observe their own feelings and emotions as anger and negativity come up and choose to act on those emotions or not to act on those emotions they can choose to put them in their right place to use them as they were meant to be from the beginning instead of just reacting like robots and doing whatever the emotion tells one one becomes the master of life within and then one becomes master of external life. The person who masters themselves within becomes fearless, is willing to take any chance to do anything, knowing that the important part is not even succeeding, but is doing, is trying, is rising up. Stepping forward, and whether they fail or not, stepping up, stepping forward again, and living a full, beautiful, wonderful life. Seeing that the most important thing is not the outcome, but the experience. Understanding that the way one lives on the path to the mountaintop it's the way one will live when they're at the mountaintop and so it's necessary to cultivate a spirit of love and joy and peace and cultivate a way of living on that path that one can carry like a shining light in this world and into the world beyond. We think that we live and then we die and we come back again and we live and we die and we come back again. Some people don't even think that happens. They think they're here on this earth and they're gone forever so they fight like crazy to hold on. But from my experiences We don't live, we don't die. There's only one life, one long life, and what one does in one's life just gets carried from one place to the next. We do not live and then die. We just move our consciousness from one place to the next, never dying because we are eternal. And the things that we do to cultivate ourselves, whether good or bad, are just simply carried to the next place we go. And we choose the next place we go because when we are fully aware on our journey between life and life, we begin to see the mistakes that we made. We begin to see how we got caught up in the thoughts and ideas of the place that we were and we decide to try to go to a place where we can learn not to get caught up in such thoughts and ideas we go to a place where there are circumstances that confront us all the time so that we can get rid of that negativity so that we can prepare ourselves for that next life and we can also as I was speaking of live a life of joy wherever we're at this is what people call karma karma in this world is described as punishment but in reality it's just a lesson plan that we divide so that we can overcome all of the little things that we've carried with us from this place to the next. We can get rid of those and then begin to live lives as beautiful, wonderful human beings where we create love, peace, joy, and contentment Because that is who and what we are in reality.